I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and joining me. This is my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Man, I am so pumped for tonight because we have our first preseason game of the night. Chris Porzingis is going to be, whew, I can't even, I'm trying to imagine the applause he's going to get in the starting lineups tonight. Well, the, the first AAC. home preseason game. Yeah, first home preseason game uh, for Porzingis and Luca and the mm. guys. Uh, it's just, even though it's a preseason game, Friday night, Giannis is in town. I feel like it's going to be a. I feel like the crowd's going to be uh, locked in. Well, they're going to be ready to go if they show up at the beginning of the game. Shut up, Nick. It's it's a Dallas crowd thing. They don't yeah, show up I'm, until like middle of the first. That's true, but I mean, hey, the sellout streak is going strong. Let's go and uh, continue. The, pl- the place will be fully packed because of the sellout. Some would say this is how you do it. It's Friday night. This is how you do it. So, on the podcast today, we're going to finally go through all the board bets since we have a game tonight. We'll definitely do a a post-game pod um, tonight, and so you can listen to that. But we figured we'd do one that's a little bit more uh, evergreen. So, we're going to talk about the board bet responses. We went back, and we made these board bets. And we do this every year. This is our third annual board bets, and we love doing them. And this year, we had... You, the listener, respond to them and vote for them. So we're going to go through all the responses and see where the Locked On Mavs listeners, the Raccoon Squad, where you're feeling with these board bets. We're going to go through that, but before we do, this show, the final show of the week, is still brought to you by Indochino. It's the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just do me a favor. Just go to Indochino.com. Browse around. Just look around. Just shop. Shop for me, okay? And if you decide to buy something and you the cart starts filling up and all of a sudden you're hitting that number, you can save 30 bucks on us. Promo code locked on. Indochino.com. All right. Our five-star iTunes reviews. We're still getting through all these questions. This one was an interesting one. This is from Nick AM with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh no. That's <laughs> his name. Is this a bot? <laughs> It'd be funny if it was a bot. It's a very specific question if it was a bot. Um, these always scare me because Nick never <laughs> preps for me for these questions. On purpose. So he just throws them at me. My question for you guys is, assuming KP and Luca stay healthy slash in shape. First of all, is this the only duo that you have to preface if they stay in shape? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> what was uh, Tim McMahon's report today that... Um, that uh, last season, Luca came into camp at 247. Oh, I weight, didn't see this. His weight. Okay. Uh, Kirk tweeted this. Let me find it real quick. He came in. Yeah, this is from, from Kirk on Twitter. I'm gonna, I'll retweet it for you. Um, Luca came into camp in 2018 at 247 pounds. And Tim McMahon is reporting that he weighs 218 pounds coming into camp this year. Our boy lost 29 pounds. 
Dang. On Nutrisystem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I will say this. If you go back to that first preseason game they played last year, uh, gosh, who, what were they playing? Was it the Shanghai Sharks or something? What last year? Yeah, who they play last year? The no, Ducks. No, it was the Ducks. The Shanghai. Some, some kind the... Anyway, the Ducks. Anyway, if you go back and look at some of those <laughs> those pictures from that game... <laughs> You do see and look at Luca now. I wish you guys uh, both. Could, I wish you guys could have seen both of our faces trying to figure out where the ducks are from. <laughs> the mighty ducks. <laughs> but yeah, if you go back and look at some of those pictures, some of those pictures, you'd be like, "Whoa!" Like even in the yeah, since then he Luca does look visibly different. Yeah. So so shout out to Luca. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna stay in shape. Anyway, back to the question. My question for you guys is: Assuming KP and Luca stay healthy slash in shape all season. Do you think they will prove themselves to be a top three duo in at least the Western Conference? This is an interesting question. So I, I tried to lay it out, and I went through all the duos. You have LeBron and AD and Kawhi and Paul George at the top, right? Yeah. And then you have Curry and Draymond, Harden and Westbrook. And then the next tier after that is probably Dame and CJ and then Jokic and Murray. And I don't think there's another duo after that that really even comes close. Could... The Mavericks duo of Luca and Porzingis vault themselves into that top three. I, I, it'd be hard to get them past Curry and Draymond. Harden and Westbrook, I guess it could happen. I could see it happening. I don't know. You know, I stand for Golden State more than most, but I could see a world in which they're. Yeah, I could see a world a world in which they. You can make the argument for them if they, if all those parameters happen and they are the great everything that you could make the argument that they're that duo is better than Draymond and Steph. Interesting. Defensive player of the year, Curry, maybe going back to MVP numbers. Yeah, because I, I think we're saying if Luca and KB have these incredible seasons and they're like, dang, all stars playoffs, all this different stuff. I, I think if that happens, then you're looking at KP as like the anchor. And contrary to Scottie Pippen uh, thoughts on KP <laughs> not being a shot blocker, he is one of the best shot blockers in the league. So I think he's going to get some. Yeah, I mean, he's when he's healthy. Before he went down, he was one of the best, you know, paint protectors in the league. So I think there's a world if all those things happen that you can make the argument then that oh, okay, depending on what happens with you know Draymond, at least offensively. The Luca Porzingis duo is going to be completely deadly. You can go to the link in the description of this podcast and watch my video on the first preseason game, our first look at Luca and Porzingis. This duo is going to be incredible. They just have so many options off of some of their actions that uh, it's just going to be really hard for teams to stop them <laughs> with if those two are, are going. And if the guys around them are hitting threes, then, man, it, it's going to be crazy for that team. Uh, but yeah, I think those are the only two duos that they could contend with. I don't think they could get to LeBron, AD, or Kawhi, Paul George numbers or like level. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about like numbers because um, I think it's just about our level and the fact yeah. that LeBron and Kawhi they've did it on the biggest stage and stuff. Because I think numbers you, know, you can look see some some of these guys like LeBron and Kawhi and stuff set out and rest and all this stuff. So, but yeah, I don't top three difficult not impossible but it definitely if they did it it would definitely be at that like three spot if we're ranking duos in the west yeah if everything went right i think they could be top three for sure uh right now they're probably top five top six yeah like i would put them over mitchell and gobert yeah um yoke and murray 
I'm not as high on Jamal Murray as some, but um, I would I would take him over Jokic and Murray. Yeah, I would too. Okay. That, I don't I'm, think that's a ridiculous thing to say. Okay. I feel like that was a little biased, but oh well. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think top five. Sure, let's do it. There you go, top five. Uh, Damon CJ is the other one. Uh, I mean, ESPN just said say CJ McCollum's the 13th best player. So, <laughs> I don't know. No, I love. I hate that for CJ too, because now he's going to be a target's going to be on his back. But anyway, so good question. Whoever something Nick, one two three four all Nick that. AM one two three four five six seven eight nine. <laughs> there you well, go. At the PM. We'll get to the rest of those uh, at a later podcast as we continue them. Uh, but coming up, let's discuss the board bet responses you guys voted. So we're technically talking about you guys. Are you are you self conscious because we're talking about you? Okay, coming up, let's get to the board responses. All right, Isaac. Man, my voice just gave out at the end of that last, <laughs> at the end of that break. I've never really been a breath. guy. I've never really been a person to lose their voice. Have you ever like lost your voice? Oh yeah, I talk all the time. It's true, you do. If my voice goes out. I'm I'm useless. I can't do either <laughs> of my jobs. Yeah. <laughs> You're useless. Well, so am I at this point in my life. That is true. All right, let's get to these board bets. First question, how many games will the Mavs win in the regular season? Our over-under, which was Vegas' over-under. We didn't pick this one. 40 and a half. Isaac. So, so, so wait, the, the, wait real quick. If you haven't, if you didn't listen to our board bet pod, we did a whole pod, yeah. went through all these board bets. Nick and I made our choices, where we landed on each one. Then we created this Google form. And no, with no, the no. help of, our, of Chris. Our guy Chris created this uh, Google Chris, form. Chris created this Google form for us, uh, reached out and said, Hey, I think, you know, he had purchased before we did the board bets and we're like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. So he made it for us. We put it out there for listeners and Mavs fans to have fun with us to see which side that you guys land on. So now we're coming back with the fan response and comparing it to Nick and I to see which side you guys land on. Yep. So we're going through them. Um, the first question was, how many games will the Mavs win? This was the Vegas over-under, 40 and a half. Isaac, obviously, the Lockdown yes. Mavs listeners like drilled the over. But do you want Let's to take a, do you want to take a stab at what the actual percentage was? Uh, I'm going to say 85% of listeners said over. Do you think you're too high or too low? What do you mean? Do you think you're too high or too low on that number? Too low. You think you're guessing too low? It's way too low. 90%. Oh, let's go. 90%. We had 362 responses. Two of those are you and I. Uh, so that, was, that doesn't really count. I put ours in manually. Um, yeah. Awesome. I Nailing love the, the over. Everyone's feeling the over. Uh, Chris also gave me a note. After media day, the over was, was drilled even higher than 90%. Yeah, people got hyped about media <laughs> yeah, after day. After media day, just they saw KP's the muscles and they're like, over. It was at like 75 or something like that. And it went up <laughs> straight to the roof. And Tim Hardaway guaranteed the playoffs? He did. Over. He Let's did. Do it. How many trades will the Mavericks make before the trade deadline? This was the one that we created. Our over under was one and a half. So if you think the Mavericks will make one or more trades, or, or uh, one or less trades, or two or more trades, Isaac. Who did the listeners, what did the listeners pick? One I'm a, trade or less or two trades or more? 
You went you went one or less. I did two or more, and I'm gonna say the listen or Mavs fans went with you. They said less. They did go less. Seventy six point eight percent. Wow. Went with less. So just about a fourth, under a fourth, went two trades or more. Do we think that's more of just where the the Mavs cap situation is right now and just the pieces they have? Or do you think that people are just really excited yeah. and they don't want them to make trades because they like I the think, players? I think everybody right now, which including ourselves because we talk about these players all the time, they're they're so hyped about the team. Somebody uh, asked me or somebody told me the other day, they said, man, I just uh, looked at this uh, Mavs roster and uh, I got a deep team this year, like super <laughs> deep. And I'm like, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, because we, we talk about these players a lot and we think they'll have a good bench and stuff, but um. Yeah, I just think when people when it comes down to trades, you got to trade somebody. And when people start thinking it through, they're like, "Oh no, we can't trade Max." I mean, I love Max and Seth. Oh no, Delon's gonna have a breakout year. Yeah. Dwight, Dwight in a role right now. We can't trade him. Like, and you just keep on. And it's like, okay, well now there's no trades. And yeah, yeah. Now you can't trade anybody. You gotta you gotta give up somebody to get somebody. Uh, NBA Math, the the website did. Um, they voted on who where they think players are as far as tiers. And uh, like depth pieces were one, solid starter was one, uh, you know, potential all star, potential MVP was one, like end of the bench and like shouldn't get minutes was another tier. And the Mavericks had like 10 players in the depth pieces part. Uh, I think DeLon Wright was like the high end backup, or they had a, bu- they had a couple of them in ho- as high end backup, like Brunson. Um, and a couple other guys, and then a the bunch of just depth pieces, like like ten guys in the depth piece part, and mm-hmm. uh, it just really showed, you know, with math, NBA math, how uh, like how deep this Mavs team is. They just don't have a lot of like high end anything <laughs> besides the two yeah, the two I, guys at the top. Am I thinking of the two uh, two thing? Is I still even though I think that they. There's two sides. One day I'm like, all right, they're gonna take the long term approach to all this and develop some of these guys, yeah. blah blah blah. But then there's another side of my brain too that's like, if Donnie and Cuban and them and the Mavericks are six in the West and they're pushing, but they're like, man, we're like one piece away from like and, K- and KP and Luca's like killing it, healthy, and like, man, we could go out and get another piece, combine a couple of these contracts, get a third t- piece type thing, and really make a push in a playoff. And then I start thinking about that. And I'm like. Then they could just put all their push their chips in and say, "Let's do this right now." And so I, I see both sides of that, but sure. I skipped one. How many games will Dirk attend? This was an over under that we created. The over under was ten and a half. So if you voted, it was either ten games or less that Dirk will attend, or eleven or more games. I went with the under. Isaac went with the over. Isaac, where do you think the listeners went? They went with me over. They did not. They, they sided with me again. Wow. Fifth, but just barely. 53.6% on the this under. On the under. I think Dirk is not going to attend. I mean, 10, 11 games is like 25% of the home games. He's not going to away games. It's a lot of games for a guy that just retired and wants to step away. And, that's yeah. true. So. And what, there's a lot of there's a lot of weekend games I could see him coming to though. That's true. We're also not counting preseason, so the the Bobon three, the Bobon dunk, Luca changing shoes. I had tweets about all those things. None of those things count so far, but I think the shoes one. We'll get to that one. But I think I'm definitely losing that's, that one. <laughs> that's fun. He already did it in preseason game. Twice. Both of them are Kobe's, by the way. One so, Kobe to the other Kobe. Uh, and that's the Nike thing that I'll probably yes. lose too. 
Okay, the next one. How many three-point attempts will the Mavs take each game? The over-under we created was last year's number of 36 and a half. Oh, gosh. I went with the over. You also went with the over. Where do you think the listeners went? They should have been like 95% over. 82.9% over. So there's still a good portion, 17% of the listeners, that say the Mavericks could take less threes than last year. Okay, so they took 50 of their first preseason game in Tulsa. Then they took 35 uh, against Detroit the other day. So I'm pretty confident in keeping the over on that. Who will get more all-star votes? This is from public voting only. Um, Luca or AD? Isaac took Anthony Davis, which is just one of the bigger upsets in <laughs> Lockdown Mavs history. And I took Luca. Uh, where do you think the public is, Isaac? 98.2% Luca. It's not actually 79.3% on Luca. So that's a good okay. chunk. 20%, a fifth of the listeners think that Anthony Davis will get more all-star votes than Luca, but the rest of them are just homers and they don't they don't have a real opinion. <laughs> I hope so. I hope he I hope he kills Anthony Davis in all-star votes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to really hit that hard this year. Yes. Will the sellout streak end? The, an- the answers were no and nope. So we'll let's like explain the sellout streak thing because we make this joke all the time and people may not understand because they may have just joined for the first time. The Mavericks, on every single game, their PR staff uh, sends us all game notes just with little stats and things and trends that are happening and uh, you know Dirk passed this amount of games played and J.J. Barab, you know scored this amount of points and blah, blah, blah. On the bottom of every single one, says the game was officially a sellout uh where they sold enough tickets to be you know or they filled enough tickets to be considered a sellout game and it <laughs> continued the streak of like 700 games or something crazy like that 700 something games it's the longest streak active streak in the nba and it goes back to like 2001 <laughs> it just goes back a real long ways and if you include playoffs it's even longer than that and so we just make jokes about the sellout streak because it's the longest in the NBA. And if you had been to lots of the Mavs games when we went to a lot of the Mavs games the last couple of years, you would you would question that stat a lot. So which do you think won? No or nope? Nope. <laughs> nope did with 63.5%. Let's go. <laughs> Will Luca sign a shoe deal with Nike or someone else? Mm. You went with Nike. I went with someone else. The listeners sided with you, but how much, Isaac? Uh, 82%. 76.5%. Okay. So three-fourths of the listeners about went with you. Um, And it looks like you're going to win that after the first couple of games and just seeing Luka everywhere. And I don't know. He could take a left turn and just go with somebody else, but feels like Nike's in the driver's seat. He just shows up tomorrow with New Balance on, and you're like, oh, crap. He shows up with Skechers. What the... (laughs) Sketchers coming in. You know how Puma just came out back out of nowhere? Just all of a sudden. A Reebok showed up new bounce. Yeah. How many points will Lucas score per game? 25 and a half points per game. I went, I took the over. You took the under. Who do you think the listeners went with? You. They did not. First, wow. the first Homer upset, I think. Wow. 72.4% of the listeners went less than 25 and a half points per game from Luca. 
Interesting. That is fascinating to me because I just think he's going to have to for this team. There's just not a ton of scoring on this team outside of KP and Luka. The first preseason game really showed us that. We'll get more Seth Curry. That's going to definitely help. Uh, but we should have uh, did a we should have did more better. Who averages more points, him or KP? Ooh, that's a good one. We can't do Simple. that now because we'll just have better ideas than all the ones we yeah, came up We'll put it for next year. Yeah. <laughs> next year. Next year. But yeah, that was the first real like Homer upset where, where you know fans didn't side with the you know over the top answer. That's true. I thought that was interesting. Surprising. In how many games will Luca switch his shoes mid game? This is a great one that Isaac's going to be tracking. Isaac went mm. with over eight and a half. I took the under eight and a half. I think he's going to be more focused on his game and not so much his shoes. But you can be both, Nick. <laughs> Where do you think, who do you think the listeners sided with? Oh, they sided with me for sure. Absolutely. 62.2% of the mm. listener votes uh, went with you. Nine games or more. It's definitely this is this one is a lock, I think. I should have voted with, with you, but I wanted to Just go against you. How many games will Porzingis play? Our over under that we set was sixty seven and a half. We we ended up not going with sixty nine. Nice. So sixty seven or less or sixty eight or more. Uh I went with the over. You took the under, actually. Yeah. Where do you think the I listeners think sided? People went with you, the over. It was close. Fifty six point one percent went with the under. Ooh. So the Mavericks so locked on listeners are drilling the over forty and a half wins, but they're going under Porzingis games played sixty seven and a half. Yeah. A supporting cast that you don't want to get rid of. So they would have to win eighty percent of their games when Porzingis plays. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, I don't know how that correlates. Okay, coming up. How many points will, will KP score per game? And the, the big ones. How many dunks will Boban have? How many threes will Boban have? Yes. Those are the big ones. Coming up, we'll hit the rest of these board bets that you, the listeners, voted on. All right, Isaac. How many points will KP score per game? This one was the closest one we've had this whole time. I took the over, 24 and a half. You took the under. Yeah, I wish I could switch. I would take the over on this, but oh well. 50.6% took over, 24 and a half. 50.6? Yeah, that, that's the, this is the closest one we've had. That's like, wow. that's like right down the middle. People are split that's on this. That's crazy. So they sided with you. Just barely. Like one yeah. or two more people sided with me. I think, yeah. I would go over two now, but oh well. What makes you say you'd want to go over now? And why did you? Why did it change from when we made these? Because I just, just I mean, I know drawing a conclusion of two games, but just seeing Luca handle the ball as much and him running that point as much, I just think, I think his assist numbers will go up. I think his points will stay around what I what I think they'll be at, and I just think KP is going to be the leading scorer of the team. Just remember, I know I keep throwing this out there, but we brought this up on the pod how many, yeah. how many months ago that there is a scenario in which KP could be better than Luka this year. And we threw that out there, and I, I just want to keep on reminding people that. <laughs> just so that if it happens and people, it becomes the consensus that everyone can say locked on maps, said it first. 
Exactly. That's what we live for. We 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 have five shows a week. We should say all the things first, right? Exactly. Like, no one else should throw things against the wall more than we do. We should try to claim everything and just say, <laughs> "Hey, this is exclusive to the Locked On Maps." We should keep talking about podcast. all the pipe dreams and all the things that we should call and say that, "Hey, we called this pipe dream forever ago, and when it happens, we can just claim it." I'm, we're, that should be our that should be our our corner that we should just we should corner the market on that. It's going to be a big winner ahead. What will Delon Wright's three point percentage look like this year? We set our over under at thirty six percent. I think I took the under. Did you? Yeah, I took I the took under, the over. and you took the over. <laughs> oh God. Um, How are you okay. feeling after one game? Let's let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> two games. He's played two games. I'm feeling great right now. Uh, let's do. I'm gonna say the fans uh, went under with you. The fans overwhelmingly went under. Sixty-eight point five percent. Not feeling good about Delon Wright's three-point percentage. About to die. This is interesting that that they went so far under. There's just even before media day, during media day, there was a bunch of votes that were cast. People aren't feeling Delon Wright's three-point shooting. We'll see. He's gonna prove him wrong, just like uh, Rondo. Do not bring up that name on the spot. KCP's improved. Do not. I've if already DeLon hung Wright up. On, I've already hung up De- on you once during this Skype call. <laughs> if Delon Wright was a Laker, he would probably start. He would already have a statue. He has all his hair. Okay, the big ones. How many dunks will Boban have this year? Our over under oh, was thirty-seven is and a half because he had thirty-seven dunks last year. Where do you think people went? I think we both took the over. Over, for sure. Actually, I, they took, the, I took the under because I wanted it to be different. Over. The listeners sided with you. 71% went with the yes. over. 38 dunks or more. Thank you, listeners. How many threes will Boban make this year? Our over-under was 10. Over, 10. for sure. He's already hit one. 10 by Christmas. I took the under. You took the over. Who do you think the listeners sided with? Me. Over. They, they did not. They went less. 72.4% went with what? The, took the under on Boban threes. I'm if coming we did, after all of y'all. If we, the, when he hits his 10th three, I'm coming after all of you guys. If we did this right after the first preseason game, do you think that the over would be like 100%? No, it'd be like 90. There would still be the holdouts. Okay. Will, who somebody, will have a, somebody tweeted at us the other day and said they're all out on Boban, and I almost blocked him. <laughs> so just, I can't handle Boban slander. So also, yeah. were you on the podcast when I decided we're, we're every time we type Boban, it has to be in all caps. No, that that's our thing. We should start that. Anytime we type Boban on Twitter or anywhere, it has to be all caps. Even in my notes, I write Boban in all caps. Okay, I'm down for that. That's that's our thing. That's the lockdown maps thing. So everybody out there, anytime you tweet Boban. Do it in all caps. Anybody who tweets it that's not in all caps, we just flood their mentions. And just respond BOBON in all caps. That's all you respond. You don't say anything else. You just do BOBON in all caps. That's what we have to do. Who will have a higher three-point percentage this season, Tim Hardaway Jr. or Dorian (laughs) Finney-Smith? After the first couple games, it's going to be tough. Um, I I I actually went with Tim Hardaway Jr. and you went with Dorian Finney-Smith. Where did the listeners go? They went with Hardaway. They did. 61% went with Tim Hardaway Jr., 39% with Dorian Finney-Smith. They're still holding out hope that he's going to improve that jumper. 
How many games? Okay, so this is the the three wings. How many games will they start? I make to see where fans land on this. So we did Dorian Finney-Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Justin Jackson. We put them all at 27, which would be a third of the games this season. And that was the over-under for all of them. Okay, so one of them was an over overwhelming vote. The majority hit the under of 27. Which player do you think it was? Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith, or Justin Jackson? Of hit the over? The under. Or who they? 60... 6.3% hit the under. Uh, I think Dorian. It was Justin Jackson. 66% went under 27 starts. Really? For Justin Jackson. Thought that was interesting. The other two were a little closer. This one is 53% on the under. Dorian. That is Dorian. 53 53.9% under 27 starts. So, the only one that got an over on the 27 uh, starts is Tim Hardaway Jr., but at 51.7. That's it. Wow, barely. So there's some people that think all those guys will have under 20, <laughs> under 27 They're starts. They're going with Brunson or Seth. I the... guess. I mean, I thought somebody would run away with it, and nobody really did except Justin on the under. Or Andre Godala. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr., the only one with over 50%. So take people taking the over on starts. That's wild to me. After all that time, we talked about those three guys, and then all three of them start the first preseason game, and now we're back to this. So, fascinating. Will Tim Hardaway Jr., our, our classic question of the summer, score closer to 8 or 18 points per game? We set the over-under to 13 points a game. Uh, where do you think listeners went, more or less? Uh, Less. We both, you and I both took the under. <laughs> On this, listeners took the over fifty two point five percent. So there's wow. there's a decent amount of people that are pretty high on Tim Hardaway Jr. still after listening to us for all summer. So interesting. There's something to be said about that. How many threes will Dwight Powell make this year? We literally put a board bet on this. We did. Our over under was thirty nine and a half because he hit thirty nine last year, and we were thinking about the Mavs and shooting more threes and everything. Yeah. Under. I took the over. You took the under. Who do you I think the listeners sided with? Me. 55.5% went with me and took the over. 40 or more threes made. What basketball, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> that was fascinating to me. How many threes will Seth make this year? This was the, the biggest landslide of the entire <laughs> thing. Over under 137 and a half. Over. 94.2% went with the over on Seth's made threes. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, we're both on that. Uh, we both took the over. Okay. These are the m- most interesting ones to me. How many times will Carlisle get ejected this year? We put the over under at two and a half. So if you voted over, you think that he's going to be ejected three or more times. If you took the under, you think he's going to be ejected two or less times. I took the over. You took the under. Where did the listeners side, Isaac? They took the over. They did not. 59.4% took the under with you. think he's not going to be ejected as much this year. Okay. I think the over because I think he's going to be more invested this season. Right? <laughs> games sure. are going to matter more. They're going to be in more games. I think it's going to matter. And how many times will Coach Carlisle challenge a call? So we've seen the challenge. We've mm. seen, oh, man, this challenge. What do you think about the challenge so far? 
About the same as the PI challenge in football. The challenge is terrible in the NBA so far. Maybe, maybe. They're just doing it to try and figure it all out, and coaches are just challenging random things. But they're challenging the most trivial things in the second quarter of a preseason game, and Mm -hmm. it's taking so long for the refs to figure it out. They've replayed over and over again. It's 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 like the final minutes of the game they're replaying this over and over again. And it's driving me nuts so far. As a fan, I would hate this. Uh, and as a fan, I hate this. As a media member, I hate it because it just takes so long and they're just very trivial. But maybe during the regular season, it'll change and it'll become less trivial things. Okay, well, we set our over-under to eight and a half challenges. Where do you think the listeners went? I think I took the over. And I you, took the under. I'm going with under. They took the under. They did not. 65 and a half went with the over. Wow. So they think Carlisle's going to challenge more than nine times this season and then our final two ironically will the two-way players josh reeves and antonius cleveland stay the same throughout the season actually i think this was our most split 50.3 percent went with no wow completely split down the middle so a lot of people think that they will move or change or not be the same and a lot of people think that they won't and they'll stay the same the entire season interesting Cool. That's interesting. And then a final one. Which two-way player will play more NBA games this season? I'm going to give you a guess as to uh, who. I'm going to say like 80% picked Reeves. 58.6% took Reeves. Josh Reeves. Hmm. That's who I took. You took Antonius Cleveland. 41.4% is with you. So there you go. Those are our board bets. And that's what you, the listeners, voted on. Uh, I thought that was fascinating. The... The the wings one still is wild to me. How everyone picked the under for all of them except for Tim Hardaway Jr., who's barely. So there's a bunch of you out there that took the under on every single one of those guys. Somebody's starting more than seven, 27 so, games, and maybe all of them. Yeah, I'm like, who's starting for you guys? Yeah. Um, <laughs> tweet us if you took the under. If you're listening right now, and you took the under on every single one of them. Tweet us who you think is going to start over those guys. He's like, well, I just think they're just going to split it all. <laughs> they could. Um. Real quick tonight, obviously they're playing the Bucks uh, at home. Uh, Giannis obviously comes to Dallas. Giannis and Brooke Lopez is their front court. So assuming KP will take Brooke Lopez and Maxi, <laughs> uh, I guess Maxi, unless Dwight Powell is back healthy. In this scenario, would Dwight Powell be guarding Giannis in a healthy situation? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, so it's like one of those type of things. Or are they going? Would they throw Dwight? The, will they throw Maxi out there uh, tonight, or will they start somebody like Dorian Finney-Smith to try to guard Giannis? Uh, it's hard. Then uh, Chris Middleton, Wes Matthews. Which one of them is going to take Luca? You know, Wes is uh, biting at the bit to uh, guard Luca again. You know, he's going to be chirping with that. But yeah, should be fun. Dragon Bender. Can't wait for that. Those minutes in the fourth quarter Friday night. I saw somebody post um, ESPN had an article back in 2015. Who's going to be the top 20 players in 2020? And somebody brought it back and said, these are the top 20 players that the that ESPN thinks is going to be the top 20 players in 2020. And they did this back in 2015. Dragon Bender was like number 14 on the list. <laughs> Imagine missing that hard. <laughs> My last thing on this game before we go. The other night, Milwaukee played their preseason game against Utah, and somebody logged four minutes. And there's a chance he's probably going to play tonight in Dallas. 
Luke May. <laughs> North Carolina great. Luke May, baby. Welcome to Dallas. I can't wait to see you get some on-court action. I, I'm so hyped for this. There is KP at home playing at home, Luca, and then third, <laughs> it's Luke May playing in Dallas. I'm so hyped. I'm ready. You get, you get DiVincenzo versus Brunson. That could be fun. That Yes, that would be fun. Also, Everybody else is going to be bored by the fourth quarter, and I'm going to be like, Luke May, let's go. Luke let's go. In the press box, Luke May. Yeah. Like, who the crap's this guy? What is he doing? Everyone's sleeping. <laughs> For real. Breaking news. Uh-oh. A maverick chopped off all their hair today. Isaac, who is it? Dang, who is it? Got a who fade. Has hair? Said just just posted the Instagram. Ain't had the fade since high school. Ryan broke off. <laughs> Ryan broke off. <laughs> the accountant with the fade. Isaiah Roby. Oh, okay. The fro the froness is is gone, and he he gone. chopped it all off, and he's got the fade now. Well, and I think yeah. he I think he could walk into my my wife's fifth grade class and pass. For, them. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, that is an accurate statement. He should get plenty of time against Bender t- tonight. <laughs> they could be friends. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back tonight with a post game pod, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.